Okay, Tov, today's daf is daf Samachvav, the last daf in Nazareth. We went for a four shlemer for Akiva ben Chaya Rochel. Uh, yesterday we mentioned that um, when we're talking about the graves and if you find the different graves and when you can move them when you can't. And I mentioned by mistake in the uh, discussion there was a um, Rav Yeshevav had uh, checked and he found two graves that were known, those he knew about, and then he found the third one and he wanted to make that a Shkenaz Kavas from Rabbi know that you, all your toil was for nothing because the concept of Shkenaz Kavaros is only if there were three known graves or three unknown graves. That's a special aloha, not necessarily logical. Michael thought, and somebody else told me afterwards also maybe because it was different times. So maybe you would think that um, uh, that's why, because one was from a different time and one was from different times, maybe that was the reason, but it doesn't seem to have a svar and the Gemara is not mentioned. So Rabbi Kiva said, you, you toiled for nothing. And I said this because Rabbi Sheva apparently bought the spots. In other words, he went to buy it, but uh, I read the Rashi wrong afterwards. I noticed that it's not the Kanumakoma, it's just the Kanumakoma, meaning the concept in general that if a mess is buried in a certain spot, it was buried permission, he owns that spot, you can't move him. Unless he was buried without permission, but if he was buried with permission, Somebody died and they said, Barry, you can't move it later on because Mace Kanuas Makoma, that's what means the Kanu Makoma, the, the dead people had effectively purchased or acquired, is better, better word, they had acquired their spot. I read it as the Kanu Makoma, the Shavev had bought it for them. I just read it wrong and I noticed it right after we finished the year yesterday. So that's a little correction. Yeah. Uh, so today's daf will start from Daf Samachbab on the fourth line. With the mission, we're discussing things that are also reglaim ladover when it's known. We're talking about a case of Azov. Once Azov has had two reios checked, meaning he's had some sort of a gonorrhea commission, and he's had them twice, and they were not attributable to uh, physical factors like jumping or running or carrying or eating the wrong food, but they were spontaneous. Then he's Azov, and once he's Azov, once he's a regular Azov for the for the third time he's seen. Again, we talk about. As opposed to women, a man becomes a Zav when he had uh, uh, two emissions, two proper emissions, either the same day or on two consecutive days. And then he has to count Sayanakim, he has to count seven clean days. And if he sees a third time, either on the third day or three on the same day or three over two days, uh, then he has to also bring a carbon at the end of the Zayanakim. So the Mishnah said that once he is a confirmed Zav, meaning he'd seen twice and they were not due to an accident, then the third one is not checked. And the Mishnah said, once he is a confirmed Zav, then we don't check the third time, uh, whether it was an accident based on something that he ate or Sveko or it's a Suffolk. And we described at the top of the page, top of this page, Suffolk means not a Suffolk if he saw an emission. He saw an emission. The question is, is it Sheikh Vazir? He wasn't sure he woke up in the morning, was it Sheikh Vazir or, or was uh, or is a Zav, a gonorrhea? Uh, then we assume the worst. We assume that he's Tomei. We assume it's a third one. That's when he says, Sveiko Tomeim. And then it says, V'shich V'sar Tomeim. Once he's already seen twice and he's a confirmed Zav, we assume that an emission, if he had an emission afterwards, we assume that it was an emission of Zav. What about his Shich V'sar? The mission says, V'shich V'sar Tomeim. What do you mean a Shich V'sar? When it's known that it's Shich V'sar. In other words, he had a regular Shich V'sar ejaculation. And he says, that's Tomei. Mars is right away on the fourth line as we start today. Samachvav, Shifazaro, Tameya, Lamai. What do you mean, Tameya? What do you mean it's Tameya? If you touch it, if somebody touched his Shifazaro, came out of him and he touched it, whether it's his wife or anybody touched it, 
it's Tomei. Well, Migar Meshech Vazer at a Torah. How is that different than any other Shech Vazer? A regular person with Shech Vazer, if you touch it, it's Tomei. Elazaro Shelzo, Elazaro means Shech Vazaro Shelzo, Metame Masa. Here's the difference. Regular Shech Vazer is only touch, is only, is only Tomei, is only Metame you. Obviously, only Tomei for one day, but it's Metame you if you touch it. Shech Vazaro Shelzo is Metame, even if you carry it without touching it. You carried it on your back in a container or whatever. Maybe it's Metame there. Man the Amr Who is the one who says that Sheikh Vazir is Matamasa? Who says such a thing? Apparently, we can't find it. In other words, the Mishnahs that we're assuming now in the Gemara, there is no such concept that Sheikh Vazir is Matame Bamasa. That's what we're assuming right now. And if that's the case, what's the Mishnah telling me? Sheikh Vazir is Tame. Sheikh Vazir of anybody is Matame, even a person who's not a Zav. So, what do you mean? Once he's a confirmed Zav, he's Sheikh Vazir is Matame. What, for carrying? Who holds such a thing? Who holds such an elay ma'itana? Or maybe I'll find a tana who holds that way. The tanya, Rabbi Lezer Omer, Sheikh Vazera shows up and Matam Masa. Sheikh Vazera Bazav is not Matame, does not defile any more than Sheikh Vazera of a regular person. It's not Matam Masa, it's only Bamaga. Rabbi Shua Omer Matam Masa. Oh, Rabbi Shua says Matam Masa. So maybe our mission is going quite to Bishua. Why does Rabbi Shua say it's Matam Masa? Because if a person's a confirmed Zav, meaning he's had gonorrhea already, gonorrhea commissions, and now he has a, a regular ejaculation of Shikhvas Zera, it's impossible for them to be without, for the, for the gonorrhea commission to come out without some, I mean, for the Shikhvas Zera to come out without some uh, droplets of Ziva. Since he's already a Zav, it's in his system, so to speak. He's, he, he's sick with this uh, disease, if you want to call it. And... Uh, when he has uh, an ejaculation, some uh, ziva is in there. Maybe that's It's impossible to have a regular shikhmaser ejaculation without having some droplets of ziva in there. So, so that's that's the Rabbi Yeshua, and maybe that's what you mean by our Mishnah. But the Gemara says that doesn't make sense. He doesn't say that shikhmaser is matamibamasa. He says the only reason that a confirms of who had Sheikh Vazera, uh, it, it's, 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 his Sheikh Vazera's Matamba is because it's impossible for him, for their Sheikh Vazera to come out without having some droplets in there mixed up of Ziva. So the reason he's Matamba Masa is because of the Ziva droplets that came out, not because of the Sheikh Vazera. But by itself, it was pure Sheikh Vazera. Even Rabbi Shu would not say that pure Sheikh Vazera is Matamba So again, who would hold such a thing? So the Gemara is going to come out later on that there is such a shita that there is shita there are rabbis who hold that is matame the the masa that the shikh bazera of azov is matame the masa but first the Gemara says maybe it means something else elam rabada barava lomer shein tolinba that we don't rely or we don't attribute it to that meaning what do we mean by that so Rashi here tells take a look at the Rashi the Mefarish elam rabada about four or five lines into the narrow lines. My high to come Sheikh Vazara Tama. When the Mishnah says that the Sheikh Vazara confirmed Zav is Matame, Lomer Sha'in Tolinba, we don't attribute it to Sheikh Vazara, once he's already a Tame Zav, Imra Keri, if he saw Sheikh Vazara. And it says, Vachazar, Vara, and then he also saw Ziva. Eno, so Ziva could carry, Kahid, Tame, Sheikh Vazava, and Ara Keri, Eno, Matame, Ziva, Komeslas. What do we mean by that? The Mishnah in Mesech Vazava says, that if a person, if a person um, was a balkari, meaning he had a, he had a regular shifazer ejaculation, and 
Um, even, even though even though he already saw one uh, emission of Zav, but he wasn't a confirmed Zav, a regular a, reg, a person who has one emission of Gadari, it's just like Shefazera. So after a person saw one uh, sighting or emission of Zav, and then he saw Shefazera, he explains, Im Sakari Zo Betokes that's 20 within 24 hours of seeing Kerry, he saw the Zov. That's not a second sighting of Zov. Came because of the carry somehow in the body because of the carry that uh, that uh, you know started the zov to come out. You know that that caused the zov to come out since he saw it since he had an emission shifla zera it doesn't cause it on. Came because of an onus as we said we said this uh, we said this uh, yesterday in the mishnah that if he saw a reabsorb because of some accident. That's not, it's only if it comes out spontaneously. So here, when he had an emission of Sheikh Azera, and that was followed within 24 hours of Zav, we don't say that the Tzri of Zav, it came out because of the Sheikh Azera, because he had an ejaculation of Sheikh Azera that caused the gonorrhea to come out too. etc. So, so the point of the Mishnah in Zav is that if you see Kerry, and then you follow that with a sighting of Zav immediately thereafter within 24 hours, so the rule that Rabbi says, even though the whole, it's only for that day, but the Tanakhama says for 24 hours, but that's not a second sighting of Ziva. We don't consider that a Ziva site. Again, look in Rashi over here in Ardaf. The end of Rashi says, If a person sees Kerry, that's sometimes his meaning. Since he's not a confirmed Zav, the Mishnah says, if he had Shekhva Zera come out, and then he followed that with a, with a sighting of Ziva, that's not Ziva. That's because of the Shekhva Zera. So that's what the Mishnah means. So that's what Ravada Bar was saying in our Gemara, that normally we we attribute we attribute a sighting of Zov after Sheikh Vazera to Sheikh Vazera. Here we don't. That's what he means. Once he's a confirmed, that's what our Mishnah means to say. Our Mishnah says once he's Nizkek Vaziva, once he's a confirmed Zov, meaning he had two good sightings of Ziva, and then he saw Sheikh Vazera. Then afterwards, when he had a third sighting of Ziva, we don't attribute it to the Sheikh Vazera, but we say once he's confirmed, he's confirmed. We don't attribute the, the next sighting of Ziva to the Sheikh Vazera. The Sheikh Vazera is not attributed to something by itself, but rather it's because of the Ziva. And here Rashi says, here, yes, Rashi says that we don't, my height to come Sheikh Vazera, tell me, it's not like Kerry. In our Mishnah in Zavim, we said, that if you just see a Sheikh Vazera and then you follow it with the sighting of Ziva, that's like Sheikh Vazera. No, here we don't say that. Once he's a confirmed Zav and then he has a Sheikh Vazera sighting, if he has a follow-up with the, with the sighting of Ziva, we don't attribute to the Sheikh Vazera, we attribute it to the Ziva because he's a confirmed Zav already. That's what maybe what he means by Mishinistic Ziva, ain't Balkanoso, own so is fake of Sheikh Vazaro Matame. We don't mean literally it's Matame. Sheikh Vazera of anybody is Tame. It means that the Sheikh Vazera is not attributed, that a, a sighting of Ziva following the Sheikh Vazera is not attributable to the Sheikh Vazera, but rather to the Ziva itself. And the other opinion says that if you just have a Sheikh Vazera, there's definitely some carry with it anyway. So it's a Sheikh Vazera would be No, no, no. That's only Sheikh Vazera that follows, uh, uh, confirms of. Exactly. Yeah. Right, right. Case. Both times it's the same. Right, case. right, right. No. Well, Rabbi Shua says, 
Um, just reading it. No, no, no. But she, but she was talking about a case where he's a confirm, where he's a confirmed sub. The mission I'm talking about. The mission is talking about where he's not a confirmed sub. He only saw one sighting. The mission here uh-huh. talks about Sheikh Lazar Shalzav, who's a zav, who's a zav already, who's already a zav. Rabbi Lazar Sheikh Lazar Shalzav is not going to talk about Rabbi as it is, because he's if he's a confirmed zav, meaning he's had two good Ooh. sightings, then there's definitely some zav in his Sheikh Lazar. Correct. That's what he's saying. But, Right, but the point, but the point, he's not saying that the Sheikh Lazar is matame b'masa. It's the ziva which is matame b'masa there, which is in the Sheikh Lazar. Right, right, right. But the question is Sheikh Lazar. Right. So the question is Sheikh Lazar of of uh, when our mission says a mota onso b'sof Sheikh Lazar matame shoriglamadaver. He does. He's not saying. He's not saying that what Rabbi Shua is saying that if he says Sheikh Lazar, there's probably some zav in there. He's saying the Sheikh Lazar itself is matame. The Gemara doesn't say that reason. Say no. If let's say uh, enough time passed, maybe a few days passed, he's already in a Zion Akiyim, so then you don't attribute it to it. Understand? You don't attribute it to so the. It, has to be, it was it uh, was a clean. He had a clean Sheikh Vazera, so to speak. That's what the Mishnah says. That if he's a Sheikh Vazera, if he's a Sheikh Vazera, a clean Sheikh Vazera after he's a confirms of, that's Matame. So in what sense is Matame? It's Matame in the sense that. A follow-up zav, a ziva of, of a sighting of ziva it's after the sheikh vazera is not attributable to the sheikh vazera. It's attributable to the zav. That's what he means. Why is that? Why is that? Because once he's a confirmed zav and he's weakened by it, it's, it's like a sickness. In other words, that that if he had um, because he's he's weakened, that's why he saw it. That's why he saw it. In other words, that. Uh, when we say over here that um, uh, we don't attribute it to that. And what it's saying, because once he's a confirms of, we don't attribute it to the Shepherds, we attribute it to the, to the Ziva because he's already confirms of. So, you know, even, even if there's no, if there's no droplets of the Zav in the Shepherds, but the, the Zav that he saw following the Shepherds of a confirms of, uh, we don't attribute to Sheikh Mazar, but rather stuff. So he thought maybe it's because he's already sick. He's got this. Armale Rava, by the time we learned Gersh and Askayer, Agar was Megayer, and Rashi explains he was already Mohul. Let's say Agar was Megayer and he's already circumcised. So all you need is, uh, is uh, you know, you just need to take out a drop of dub, right? You, just, you don't have to do a pro- proper circumcision on him. So he's not weakened. Gersh and Askayer, Matami Biyad the Ziva. If he, if, he's, uh, if, he is, if he has a gonorrheic attack or once or let's say twice, he's retired right away, even though it's not because of a weakened state. He wasn't a Zub before. He wasn't a Zub. Uh, so what do you see over here? He's Matami Ziva right away, meaning even though he's strong and it's not a weakened state, he's not sick. And Rashi points out if he was sick anyway, it wouldn't count for Ziva. Ziva's only if it's spontaneous. If he was sick or some other, one of the reasons he ate or he drank or he jumped around or something like that, if he was sick, then he doesn't count anyway. So the Gershonis guy, even though he's strong, the time they have the Ziva. So, so you see it, it's not because he's weak. It's simply because that those are the rules that uh, once he's a confirms of, and then he had Sheikh Vazera come out and he followed that with another sighting of Ziva. We don't attribute it to the Sheikh Vazera, but to the Ziva. Omalay, so, uh, uh, so when that Republic wanted to say that, so Rabbi said to him, what do you mean? Even if he's strong, Omalay, no, just the opposite. If a person accepts upon himself tarik mitzvahs, there's nothing that makes him weaker than that. That in itself, that that burden that you have, that you have to be 
time the mitzvahs, you wake up every day, you got to go learn, you got to put on your film, you got to do keep Shabbos, all those things. So there, he is weakened because of that, but it's not a sickness. It's more of a, uh, it's not a physical sickness. It's a mental uh, uh, burden. So it has nothing to do with, uh, you can't prove anything from Gershon's guy or that shows that even if you're sick, you're not sick, sick anyway. It's simply, it's the burden. Ella, but the Gemara then anyway changes and said, even though we sort of disproved this concept of um, uh, that, that a person who has a sighting of Sheikh Mazera, there must be some ziva in there because that, then it's not, it's not the Sheikh Mazera, which is Matamiyam. What is Matam? What do we mean by our Mishnah? Mishnah said Sheikh Mazera is, is Tomei, if he confirms up Sheikh Mazera's Tomei, it doesn't mean literally Tomei. It means that if he had a sighting of ziva afterwards, we don't attribute it to Sheikh Mazera, we attribute it to the ziva. But now the Gemara says, well, we didn't like this other discussion anyway about Rabada Baraba. Let's change it. And we'll say anyway, there is Takamachlokas about Sheikh Bazera itself of Azov. Is it Matame Vimasa or not? Again, Sheikh Bazera, a regular person, is only Matame Vimaga. Sheikh Bazera Azov, is it Matame Vimasa? Maybe that's what the mission means. He says, that's what the mission means. Even though Rabbeleza says Sheikh Bazera Azov is not Matame Masa. And Rishua only said it's Matame. Why? Because there's droplets of Ziva in there. Here we have two Taram who all did know the Sheikh Bazera itself, even if it was pure, unadulterated. Sheikh Fazer wasn't mixed up with anything else. It's still Matam Masa. Ella Tanoi. The Tain Sheikh Fazer shows up Matam Masa. Tanakama says that the Sheikh Fazer of a, of a Zov is Matam Masa. not because there's droplets in there. Even if you know there's no droplets in there, a few days maybe it passed, and he's the, but he's a confirmed Zov and he's Sheikh Fazer. It's Matam Masa. It is Matame, but only that day. So both of these Tanam hold the Sheikh Fazer of a Zov is Matame Masa. That's how it's different than Sheikh Wazir of a regular person. Except that Rabbi Yo, the Tanakam holds it's Matami for 24 hours. Rabbi Yosef says Matami only that day. Michael Mithli, what's Machwal? Because but Shmuel, Shmuel Zach, the Shmuel Rami, he says, one Ksiv, it says, Ish, Tor, You'll have a, a night occurrence, so to speak. He's not talking about Ksiv, Lifnos, Erev, Yerchas Mayim. Towards the evening, he should wash up. Mandor Mace, like the one who says that he's talking for 20 hours, diet me, Lifnos, Erev. Rashi explains because Lifnos is towards the evening itself. Then when it says Arab again, that's another evening. So it's like two evenings, like 20, 24 hour period, indicating a 24 hour period. It doesn't mean literally till the next evening, but it means it's 24 hours, just like one, one evening to the next evening is 24 hours. So he says it's Matame Bamasa for 24 hours because Lifnos itself means, uh, means uh, Arab. He brings out a Pusik, uh, the Chsivit says, Mir. Um, and it says, We use that Lush right at Niila. The day has gone away. That's towards the evening. And then it says, Arab. So it's like two Arabs. You have to have 24 hours. Um, the Edach Daik Mikolai says the Mikolai means it's happening at night. So, happening at night means you just look at night until one day. You know, one, one day is all you look at. Mandamutnos Erev, Huxiv Mikrilaila, only like one night. You only have to have one night, not two nights. It normally happens, uh, normally a person has a sighting at night when he's asleep, when he's asleep or while he's in bed. And that's why he calls Mikrilaila. But it really means Erev Ad Erev. That's how he learns. So the Tanakhama says, hey, slice. Rabbi Yosef says, no, Yoma, because just look at the words, Mikra Laila, and that's the Mashma Ad Laila, the Matamba Masa Kiziva, the Hainu Yoma. That's it's a, till the night means only that day. So there's a machlokas here. So we actually have 
four different sheetas. Rabbi Lezer says that the Sheikh Mazer Rezav is not Matame Bimasa, it's only Matame Maka like a regular one. Rabbi Yeshua says it's Matamasa because you must have some droplets in there. The other rabbis, Rabbi Yossi and the Tanakama of this uh, other Brisa, they hold that it's Matame Bimasa, even if you know there's no droplets, so to speak, right? Even if it's a few days later, you know there's no droplets. Once he's a confirms of, the Shifazera of his oven is Tamba Masa. And that's what be that's what the Pashab Shah and the Mishnah can mean. When the Mishnah says once he's a confirms of Nishanisgak Laziva ain't boken or so, and also whether it was an accident or Sveko, if he's not sure if he had Shifazera or gonorrhea, or even if he knows he had Shifazera, it's Matame in the sense it's Matamba Masa, according to these last two rabbis. Nazar Hayashmuel. Besides, we all know that there was Nazar Shimshim, which was mentioned previous in the Masechta. Shmuel was also a Nazar. What happened when his mother didn't have children? She was childless and she promised that uh, she has a child. What does Mora mean? Mora means fear normally, right? That's with, a, with, a, with an olive. Here, Mora, he says, means and he won't have, uh, no razor will touch his head. That's how he dashes. It says, Umora, Umora. Ma Mora, just like by Shimshon, Nazar, means Naziris means that he, he will not, uh, no blade will touch his head. Af mora ha'amura b'shmuel also nazar. The amora, the mora that it talks about by Shmuel is also referring to a nazar. So even though we don't have psukim telling us that Shmuel was a nazar, etc., they wouldn't have a favor like that. Shimshon, we know was a nazar. Everybody knows that he was a nazar. Uh, nazar Shimshon is a nazar forever, right? He never, he never his whole life, he can never, uh, he can never sh- uh, shave. That's that, that Nazar that we saw videos at the beginning about some Nazar here. It is also a Nazar Shimshon who can never shave. Remember, a Nazar Olam could shave when the hair gets too long. Then he has to bring his Karbonos and be Matar himself, but a Nazar Shimshon never shaves. But Shmuel, whether the Shmuel was the same kind of Nazar as Shimshon, it's not clear, but he was a Nazar according to, according to Rav Norai. Am Rav Yossi, Valo Mora means fear. Sometimes within hay, sometimes within olive, but it means it's we're talking about fear of, of man. Amalev Naroy says that can't be the case. But look, Farnemrit says, Shmuel did have a fear of man because Shmuel said, How can I go and appoint David to be the king when Shmuel will hear about this? Again, he'll kill me. So it didn't happen. He didn't, when uh, you know, he said he will never, this child will never have fear of man. Obviously, he did have fear of man. He was afraid of. Of King Shaul. So therefore, it can't mean, Rabbi says, it can't mean fear. It means over here, a razor. My nafkamina, if Shmuel was a, uh, was a Nazir or not. I mean, it's a nice thing to tell us. Shimshim, we know. What, what's the difference if Shmuel was a Nazir or not? So one is, you could just, you know, to, to understand Tanakh, the Ram brings down that the difference also is a person says, Hareini Kishmuel. Person says, Hareini Kishimshan. So you know, he means, he means that's a way of saying a Nazir, right? It's certainly a Yad. You know, if not more than that, right? But certainly a yad for Naziris. But if he's not like Shmuel, is he a Nazir? That could that could be a Nachmin over here. So here we have this machlokas here between Rav Norai and Rav Yossi. The Gemara ends off the Masechet with another machlokas between Rav Norai and Rav Yossi, right? Uh, because uh, otherwise this Gemara really doesn't have to fit in over here. Uh, like really this whole this whole parak uh, or most of the parak doesn't fit in these last halachas we learned are only brought down because of Rav Rav told his uh, his son Chia who's named like Rav's, Rav's famous uncle um, his uncle uh, Chia his uncle Chia which of course is the Aramaic form of Chaim right we don't find Chaim in the Gemara the name Chaim 
but Amalei Rav Lachia Bray, he told his son, get a chance to bench. You know, you, you, you take the cup. Don't leave it for somebody else to answer. You shouldn't answer. If you have the opportunity to, to, to lead the benching, you should take the coast and grab the coast and you make the bracha. Rafun also told Rava, his son, you should take the chance if you can get a chance to, uh, to uh, if it's your, your, your uh, if you have the opportunity to bench over the coast, you should take the opportunity, don't leave it to somebody else to answer them, but you should do it yourself. It says the Gemara Lamemer, the Mavarachad, if you're saying that a person who breaks the bracha is, is greater, but Tanlu Rabbi Yossi Omer, Rabbi Yossi says, the person who answers Amen is greater than the one who makes the blessing. Rav Narai, Rav Narai said, Hashamayim kahu, right? And uh, so Rabbi Yossi said that the, that the, the uh, uh, maybe it's brought down, it's not really machlokas here between, between uh, Rav Narai and Rabbi Yossi. Rav Narai and Yossi both say this, right? In, in our Mishnah, we have machlokas between Rav Yossi and Rav Narai. Was Shmuel a Nazar or not, right? That uh, there in our Mishnah, we said, Rav Yossi says that uh, there's no proof that he was a Nazar from Morah because Morah meant, meant fear. Here, Rav Yossi says, and Rav Narai brings a proof to him. Rav Narai, Hashemayim, he swore like, I swore by, by the heavens, Kachlis said, why? Because the regular foot soldiers, they provoke the Muhammad, they, they start the war, you know, they're the ones who fight. And then the generals come in, the big shots, the heroes, they come in afterwards and they uh, they they finish it off and they, they're the ones who, you know, it's after they, after the uh, foot soldiers fight it out in the trenches and kill each other, then the big shots come in and finish it off. In other words, the one who answers Amen at the end, the one who finishes off, you know, it's always better to finish something. You always remember the guy who finishes the job, not the guy who starts it. So, uh, so Taka Amen is better. So you see Amen is better. So why did he say you should try to grab the, make the bracha first? So the answer is it's a machlokas, it's machlokas. Enoch and Yossi and Rai say that Amen is better, but tonight it's machlokas, Tanya. Whether you make the blessing or you answer Amen, both of them are included in the bracha. But it's better to make the bracha, to start the job. You start them off better. That, that's, that's the opinion of these uh, Tanam. And Rav Narayan and Rav Yossi disagree. Right? They say that, um, that the one who answers is, is, is greater. This, together with four or five other Masechtas, at least four, Brachas, Yivamas, Grises, and Tamid, Ends off with this famous that bring peace. They they uh, increase the peace in the world. All your sons will be learned of God, and there will be much peace among those. Those who learn will bring peace to the world. Of course, the Gemara ends off in brachos uh, with the with the member that we say every day. Right. So here, um, we, we brought we brought down this piece. So this I'm quoting the Gemara and Brachas now. Those who build, meaning build which we're going to say also in the in the uh, in the and in the Siyum. So the idea over here is to end off the Masechta with the word Shalom. That's and it's, it's nothing to do with the Gemara over here, but it ends up we want to end off with Shalom. Why do we end off with Shalom? So first of all, the we we've said this before. We quoted the um, the Sam Sofer says. So what's the idea that uh, you know uh, that we 
we say that if, if you how are they is that really the case or has somebody said right do you, you need a pusik for that you know like uh, or is it a, is a Tom's attempt at humor um, but uh, why because the the various characteristics that people have the tunas that a person have the uh, the embarrassment and chutzpah and and, uh, and arrogance and uh, fighting, the ability to fight. People are made with those uh, various characteristics. And the question is, how do you use them? Um, somebody most mentioned the other day that, you know, after all the protests that we saw here, you know, th- hundreds of thousands of people out in the street. Can you imagine if that happened in various cities in America? Buildings would be burned down. There would be looting. There would be all kinds of stuff. But the fact is that basically nobody was hurt and no property was damaged. Those are the kind of peacefulness that we Jews have, even though we'll kill ourselves in an argument and scream at each other <laughs> endlessly. But, you know, we're not going to hurt each other in general, in general. So uh, that's how by discussing the Torah, by fighting. Is there hardly a doubt without a machlokas between the various Tanam? That's why we, 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 we use our, our ability to argue and our and our, uh, our ability to fight, etc., we use that in discussing the Torah to come out with the with the MS. But also, pardon, yeah, yeah. But also, the concept is to finish with shalom. Um, he says here that uh, he brings down this is the, that part about you know the tamidachacham is that's the chasam sofer that they become fight in Torah so that there will be peace. They won't be killing each other physically or hurting each other. That's how they bring peace to the world. But in general, the 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 Gadol uh, Shalom, Gadol Shalom Shalom is the Sivrin Gadol Shalom Shachotz Chasmein Shal Kol Abrachos Shalom. We are Hashem Shalom. Yisa Hashem Panav Elecha Biasem Lecha Shalom. Drachah Darchei Noam V'Chol Nisibasei Shalom. So it's always good to end up with Shalom. So uh, that's how we end up this Masechta also with the concept. And even though uh, he brings down the Bach adds it over here also. Because the last word in the Masechta, the way we have it. It's not Shalom, it's Rav Shalom Banoich. But if you if you say Alter Kavanach Alabanoich, and he goes on to say that that brings out the plus of Manachai Brea, and he ends off with Hashem Yivarchas Mavu Shalom, so the Masechta really ends off with Shalom, which we should have. Yeah. Um, I don't remember where I heard this, mm-hmm. but the the question was asked: What is Altikri Banoich Alabanoich? Right, right. Right. Builders. What's, yeah. You know. Right. They said no. It's it's from the root Bina, Nahavin. Ah. So it's Rav Shom Bonatis, right. it's like the parallel to the word uh, Right, right, right. I remember um, there's, yeah. Have you yeah. heard that too? No, I, I think I think you mentioned it once. Maybe but, um, seven and a half years. Yeah, yeah, maybe it, it could be, it could be. But what's the what's the whole thing that we say that um, uh, the, the, the whole what's I heard this one, he said this once that uh, when um, Yitzhak Schmidman, the grandfather, not the ones that we know here, he once he was making an appeal, or he was saying that the great thing, the ones who love the Torah. What are the ones who love the Torah? The ones who donate money, right? We, who learn Torah every day, I mean, I don't finish it up every day, and I, I have more questions in my head than I started with, and I'm trying to resolve that. It never gets resolved, because we always have a mechshel. We always have... Oh, this one said this, the Rosh said this, the Machlok is here, we read this wrong, always mistakes are made. The ones who donate, they just donate to the uh, to the good cause, they don't have to worry about that. They're not learning. They're, that's what he's, they don't have the Mechshom that we have. 
So you can interpret these psukim in different ways. Shomer of the Sefa, Yisham Chem Kosach, Mamma Chaver Shach, Mamma Okay, so we'll say now the Hadron and we'll say the Kaddish after we get a minion. Hadlach Mesechtis Nazir, Hadr Halan, Datan Mesechtis Nazir, Vadat Halan, Sashman Sashman Sashman, Amman Rasi. Hadron Allah Mesechtis Nazir, we return to you. Hadr Halan, you return to us. Datan Mesechtis Nazir, Vadat Halan, Sashman Mesechtis Nazir, Sashman, Amman Rasi. Hadlach Mesechtis Nazir, Vadat Halan. May we be Zoha to finish this sect again in seven and a half years, right here. Like, like you said, the Svasama said, we should be Zoka to run after Torah the way they run after their uh, uh, silliness. Okay, so we'll start now. Mesechet Sota. What's the the juxtaposition of Sota to Nazir? As we said, Gemara is going to say that we'll have that soon. But we already mentioned it that a person Roas as a you see a Sota, but Kukula Yazerat Smeimayayin, right? Like uh, uh, he was saying, this uh, fellow Sruli Bornstein that might sent me that uh, you know a hundred years ago they had prohibition in America, right? Why did they have prohibition? It was voted in by almost all the states because uh, inebriation can lead to all kinds of bad stuff. So they had a reason for it. So even though we you know they had exceptions for uh, um, you know for um, uh, for, for ritual reasons, you're allowed to, but there's a reason why they made it. In other words, today you would never think of prohibition because everybody likes to go crazy and get drunk. It's a different world that we live then than there is now. Says the Mishnah, <coughs> let's first understand something. We talk about a sota, we're talking about a suffolk, a woman who is a, is a possible adulteress. If she knows for sure, and we know for sure that she committed adultery, then there's no reason to drink the water, etc. Then they just have to get divorced. If there was Adam and Asra, you actually take her out and kill her. But uh, together with the with the if there's Adam Asra on, on the adulterer as well as the adulteress, you take him out and kill him. All this is questions where questions always comes up when we're not sure. There's reason to believe, like there's Regline Ladover. There's another connection between the end of Nazir and the beginning of Sota. There's Regline Ladover, you know, that uh, things aren't the, the normal. She's hanging around with this guy. So Makalish, a person warns his wife. Is from Lushan that, uh, of the Chumash, that, uh, that uh, there we see Lushan that he warned her. In other words, he's jealous, he warned her. 
what is, so what does he has to warn her and say, stay away from this guy? So it only works if there's Adam who saw that. If he just says, I warned her, and then I went, she went into, I saw her go into a secluded room, that's not enough to drink. You have to have two Adam who saw them, who heard the kinui, and if one aid saw them go into seclusion, again, he didn't see uh, he didn't see the, the act itself, but he saw them go into seclusion having yichud, or piatzmo, or he himself, according to the he himself could say, I saw them go into the room. Once they had kinu in front of two people, even one aid, or even the husband himself could say, I saw them go into a room, then you take out, you start the procedure. If she admits that she committed adultery, fine, then you get a divorce, etc. And uh, she loses her ksuba, etc. We'll talk about all that. And she doesn't drink. The drinking is only when she doesn't admit to it and you've already laid the ground by warning her in front of two people. Rashua says, No, you can only, it only works. You only continue the process if he warned her in front of two people and two people saw her, saw them go into seclusion. She said, He warned her, Don't go into seclusion with this guy. Don't have steer with this man. I see you hanging around with him, talking to him too much. Um, in front of two people saw her, saw him say that, heard him say that. And then two people saw them go into the room. Then you should take that. How does he do Kinnon? Don't speak with this man. The Dibrimo. If she says, and we're going to talk about why he said, this is not a case of Kinnon. He says, don't speak with that guy. And she spoke with him. Nothing's wrong. That's not a Sothi yet. She can stay with her husband and she can eat Shuma if he's a calling. There's no problem. He just said, don't speak with him. And all she did was speak with him. That's how we read the mission. Tomorrow we'll talk about this. But once he, he, he warned her not to have steer with him, she went into a seclusion with him. They were there long enough to have a, an immoral act. Once that's the case, she's now a confirmed sota, meaning that she is a suffix and she committed adultery. Why? Because he had two Adam who saw, who saw, uh, who heard and saw him warn her, and two Adam who uh, saw them go into the room and they stayed there long enough in seclusion. Then you can't, uh, then she's a, a sota, meaning she cannot stay with her husband and she can't eat truma. We'll see, she's also to her husband, also to the boel, and, and also also to, if the husband divorced her now, she can't marry the adulterer, and she's also to eat truma, van mace. And if the husband dies before she drank, if there was no children, she would fall yibam. You can't do even there you do chalisa and not even. All right, we'll pick it up here tomorrow, Mitz Hashem, and discuss the uh, days, Mitz Hashem. And we'll say now the Hadra, we have a minion of
Mazel tov, mazel tov. 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 Mazel tov, maz